Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. An event for the ages on so many levels. Welcome to TC Live from the Labor Cup, presented by Allstate. The fifth edition of this incredible event going down to the wire. Team World with a massive comeback for a Sunday sweep to take the Labor Cup. It came down to Francis Tiafo, who said he loves these moments. He has the clutch gene. He wins back-to-back tie breaks against Stefano Tsitsipas, saves four match points, and gives Team World, for the first time in history, the Laver Cup. What a day, starting with Jack Sock and Felix Ojealiassime, FAA, getting a win in singles as well, and there they are. For the first time ever, Team World gets to smile and take their photos in front of the Laver Cup. We will be talking about it for the next half hour as we bring you inside our studios in Santa Monica, California. Steve Weissman back alongside the Hall of Famer Martina Navratilova, who's got Lulu with her. Cheering for Team World today, little Lulu. We've got Riley Opelka, current top 40 player on the ATP Tour, doing his rehab assignment with us here at Tennis Channel. And an event that will forever be known as Roger Federer's Farewell will also mark the beginning of a new era at the Labor Cup. Team World victorious for the first time, Martina. Did not see that coming. Just goes to show when you believe that you can do it. Huge underdogs, Team team World. Maybe bigger than ever before in this particular uh, Labor Cup. And they came through. Teamwork works when everything else does. What stood out to you from everything you saw today? Big foe is always going to be the, the highlight of today. I couldn't believe how he turned things around. And some of those highlight shots he came up with in the breaker was incredible. Felix was clutch. Jack Sock was clutch. I mean, today was an unbelievable day, at least for, for Team World. Maybe I'm a bit biased. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they played the big points better, no doubt about it. They really were rising to the occasion. They had to win three out of the four matches today going into it. And once Felix won, totally the momentum swung the other way. And uh, they, they just came through in the big, in the big DNA, clutch DNA. Both clutch that DNA, one. that's what he said. He said, I bleep and love this bleep. I mean, this is what he's built for, Riley. You've known him forever. Yeah, I mean, he's an entertainer. He had everyone on their feet. Um, and I think that actually got to Sitsipas. He was extra nervy. He had four match points on his serve. I think Francis had a lot to do with that by, by getting the crowd involved and, and bringing everyone, you know, in, in on it. I mean, I think that's what he's so good at. All right, let's take you through the day because it started with Team Europe an 8-4 advantage heading into Sunday, day three. We started with the doubles and... The reason why Jack Sock is so important on Team World, arguably the best doubles player in the world, teaming up with Felix Ojeali has seen his third partner in three days, Riley, taking on Matteo Berrettini and Andy Murray. Like you said, Sock plus one's the best team in the world. Doesn't matter who it is. He was so clutch in this match as well. And he really, I mean, Felix stepped up his level in the second set. That was the biggest difference there. Roger uh, didn't like to see the skin on the court. That was a... 
that was a funky one. But Berrettini was uh, impressive with his doubles play all week. Um, I thought Sock really just his forehand presents too many problems for guys, and he just. I mean, he's the best in the world for a reason. That he's won every Masters 1000 with a different partner, it seems like. And I think on match point, wow, unbelievable dollar from Felix. He really picked it up. The first set, they were picking on him so much, and he stepped it up big time in the second and third set. That backhand down the line from Sock was also a key moment of the breaker. Here was, uh, came down to the wire at the very end. Felix coming in. Forcing the match point, and this is what was impressive here. Berrettini's return was unbelievable, but Jack Sock was too good. And that was it. <laughs> what a reaction. It, it, Sock said, as Francis would say, there was a little cocoa butter on the final volley. Cocoa butter on the final volley. It wasn't not an easy volley. Mateo ripped that foreign return. Jack Sock showing why he's the best in the world and paying off. I mean, great pick by Captain McEnroe to go with Sock. I'm sure McEnroe took some heat for it. And, I mean, he gets the last laugh now. He gets two of the three doubles wins. Our All-State match summary. You saw the skin coming off the knee of Andy Murray, but Team World saving those two break points late in the second set. Let's hear from Jack Sock. We got bombarded again in the first set. It, things happened fast. We were able to slow down, turn it around. Felix served unbelievable, made my job easier up there. Um, I finally found some returns towards the end and a little, uh, as Francis would say, a little cocoa butter on the last volley there to finish it off. So that's three points for Team World, but they're still down. Felix Oje Aliasim taking on Novak Djokovic. Tom Hiddleston, Loki, did the coin toss, Martina. And FAA is taking an ode from the, the god of mischief. Well, Novak comes out, uh, breaks right away. Two lot picking up right where he left off yesterday against Francis Tiafoe. But that was all that Novak could do right. Uh, Felix did not panic. He stayed with it. He started hitting the corner a little bit harder. A little more, little more uh, pace and uh, coming into the net, he outplayed, outran, and outserved. Novak Djokovic, particularly, lots more aces. Just stayed within himself, made the shots he needed to make, and really cut out the unforced errors that maybe crept in at the beginning of the match. And uh, he was mixing up the pace beautifully. Novak, a little bit off. Hurt his wrist a little bit, a little bit apparently yesterday when he fell in the doubles and uh, was not his full himself, but still full marks to Felix all here. I assume he played his best tennis when it mattered the most. Said I've been close a few times in recent times to win against these great champions, so it feels great to get the victory. Felix said it was one of the best performances of my career. There's Mark Ein there talking to Francis Tiafo. Mark Ein owns the City Open. Francis from the DMV getting him pumped and ready for what would be the clinching match for Team World. But you heard from Felix saying best performance of his career. What did you see? Yeah, I mean, I, I can't disagree with that. He was so sharp. He took a lot of risk, and he, he did have to redline it a lot of times. And usually, once guys do that, and it gets to breaker time or they're up a mini break, they back off and they, they deviate from it. But Felix, I got to give it to him. He held his nerve, and, and he stayed with the game plan of being aggressive, playing high-risk tennis, and it paid off. There's Felix live pictures right now. Labor Cup on his shoulder, Martina. Yeah, a lot of times people, when they try to redline it, they try to go harder and closer to the line. Felix didn't do that. He hit the ball harder, but not any closer to the line. So that gave him that margin of error and made enough of those big shots. How important do you think, Riley, was it not only did he get that win, but getting the doubles win before that to give him a little bit of momentum and confidence? No doubt. It's the best warm-up you can have. A lot of times, I say, you're, you're usually you're warming up on a practice court that plays different. He had the best warm-up for the match. Um, and he 
didn't start out so well in the doubles. So I'm, uh, it's a good thing that he had that time yeah. to gather himself. And um, he came out swinging against Novak. How much of an issue do you think the wrist was for Djokovic in that match? Oh, only Novak knows that, but he was shaking the hand out. He wasn't serving hard, the, the kick serve at all. And, uh, and the forehand also lacked some pace. And it has to be not nerves because Novak's been there too many times. So I'm thinking that it affected him more than he let on. All right, so it was 8-4 to start the day. Now 10-8, Team World over Team Europe, all coming down to Francis Tiafo taking on Stefanos Tsitsipas. And we go straight to match point. They had split their previous four meetings, Martina. Francis had to save four match points in the first tiebreak, but in the labor breaker, it's all big foe. Unbelievable. Everybody served so well in that third set, uh, and, and, and second set, and the tiebreak, and then and winning points easily on their serve. But in this tiebreak, match tiebreak, so many great returns, and Francis again played such a solid, solid tiebreak and uh, made shots that he really shouldn't have made. So not only did he make the shots he was supposed to make, but he came up with some great shots as well. What was the difference in this match, Riley? I think Francis held his nerve better at the end there. I mean, the, the second set breaker, Sitsipas had so many opportunities. He went to the drop shot uncharacteristically. Uh, I think Francis definitely applied pressure and, and was responsible for those drop shots. But uh, the 10-point breaker, I think it was that one forehand flick that Francis made. That was the highlight of the breaker. That was the highlight of the Labor Cup. Let's hear from Big Foe, who has arrived. I'm blue feeling. Um, our, our captain, Johnny Mack, was tired of losing. Uh, he's dropping a lot of F-bombs and saying that we need to get it done this year. Um, it's fifth try, so, you know, and I kept saying all week, all week, all week leading up that, that this was our year. Um, and, yeah, guys showed up. Felix, Felix being Novak today. Jack and Felix also playing unbelievable doubles today. And, um, yeah, we all, we all did it together. It wasn't just me. I can't, I can't picture a better weekend for the players. We got Rod Laver, who was my idol, the all-time great. Roger Federer, one of the greatest, greatest nights that I've ever been slightly a part of. Just being there was unbelievable. And to have it end this way, I just want to say these guys are the best. Thank you very much. I love everybody, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and we love you, Johnny Mac. How about this sweeping Sunday? This was the day one result. So after day one, two apiece. It had never been that way before for Team World, Riley, and they had some confidence entering day two. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Jack Sock was actually close to beating Casper Rue. That could have even, they could have been up 3-1 there. Um, but it was, um, the, I thought the performance of the day was from Demon R to, to really come back against Murray. That was a tough environment as we saw. It wasn't a... Uh, Early in the first set, it got quiet. It got dead in there. The teammates all cleared out from the bench, and um, Demon stayed tough. He and did. I, that was a huge win for, for Team World to make sure the, the lead didn't drop too much. And, and then the emotional final match, obviously getting the win over Federer and Nadal. And, and, and Roger had the match on his racket, literally had a match point, missed a forehand in the net. Otherwise, we'd be still playing now and be all tied. So uh, that was a decider, which we didn't know at the time. But uh, so many emotions in that match, needless to say. Day one, every match is worth one point. The stakes get higher on day two. Every match is worth two points. Taylor Fritz, Felix Oje Aliasim, they were able to split. But then it was Team Europe that took charge in the evening. Novak Djokovic, great performance against Tiafo. As a, yeah, I mean, as expected, we didn't realize he was going to be that sharp. Unbelievable against Francis, just as good in the doubles. Berrettini was impressive as well. Uh, Demonar and Sock didn't play their best, 
But uh, we, I was quite surprised at, at that result. I, I always back sock, like I, like I said, but Berrettini, you know that, took it to him. So entering day three, eight for Team Europe. They needed two wins. Meanwhile, Team World needed to win three of four. They came out right away with that doubles victory. Jack Sock, Felix Oje Aliasim coming back after dropping the first set. And then you got to give so much credit to Felix Oje Aliasim taking out Novak Djokovic for the first time in his life in straight sets, Martin. Uh, under massive pressure, it's worse when you're playing for the team. And uh, he really stood up to that. So that should bite him well in the rest of the season and next year as well. This should give him a lot of confidence. Here's, here's backstage, Riley. The champagne is getting ready to be popped. You heard from Francis. They say they're going to party till 6 in the morning. I think six might even be uh, understatement. an understatement. The sun will definitely be up when they're when they're leaving wherever they're at. T Tommy's already started. The typical <laughs> classic beer in the, the hand bear? for Tommy Paul. Very fitting. I'm curious to see if Big Foe popped the champagne bottle or Fritz or whoever. It's a lot of champagne and it's not been on ice. So it's gonna be bubbly more than usual. Then they need the full team. Got to get Diego in there. Francis already. Little Millie Rock breaking it down. You, got, you put the champagne in the cup, right, Riley? You got to put it in, and then everybody drinks out of that, or no? Uh, who knows what you're going to do with this one. <laughs> That is a heavy trophy. That's a big trophy. That is a big cup. And Ryan Leibniz is happy that the world final team world finally won one. He's well, he's a part world. of Team World. Exactly. He's an Aussie. Exactly. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's his squad, right? Exactly. They're missing one. Hey, 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 come here. Yo, Diego. I uh, love seeing these pictures behind the scenes. We'll get back to the bottle popping. We will not let you go without seeing that. Uh, Martina, uh, a lot of folks to choose from. Who is your MVP for Team World? I have to go with Felix Auger on team because he won the t t six points yeah. uh, when it mattered the most. So, yeah, he came through under pressure more than anybody. He had the opportunity, and he came through in both. Six points on, on day three. You, you got to give it to Felix there. Was there one, one point, one moment that stood out to you, Riley? I got to give it to Foe. Uh, yeah, there was a point in the breaker. Actually, here we go. Francis hits this unbelievable forehand continental flick cross-court passing shot out of nowhere. The point was unbelievable as it is. Sitsipas was uh, starting to get a little nervy around here, and I think Foe felt it. This is six all in the tie break where Francis had to save four match points. It would have come down to Taylor Fritz. And Kasparud, instead, Francis Tiafo is able to come through, get this tie break, and then the labor breaker to win it. I mean, Bigfoot has won his last 12 tie breakers. Unbelievable. That's why I give him the MVP. It's hard to, you know, win a tournament for your team as your first time, too. You know, he knows that Team World hasn't delivered. He knows McEnroe wants it bad. Yeah. And um, there's pressure there. And, and for yeah. him to seal the deal... That's, that's going to be a big say in his career moving forward. He's been through a big situation there. I think it's going to help him in his next Grand Slam semifinal even. Hmm. And you talked about it before, having that run at the U.S. Open, yep. giving him confidence coming into today. You know, he changed the hashtag. I, I said it yesterday, Big Foe in the come up. Big Foe has arrived, and now Diego Schwartzman 
is popping the bottles and they are spraying the champagne. Let's listen in. Look at the goggles. Don't shake it and then drink it. <laughs> okay. P-Mac back there said you can't beat Team World five times in a row. Was this like the, the Fed Cup celebrations back in the day, Martina? I don't remember having done this ever. <laughs> ever. But I would, I would have liked to have done this. Just didn't have that many bottles of champagne. <laughs> What's it like seeing, seeing some of your best friends celebrate like this? Oh, I'm so happy for them. Francis, Tommy, and Fritz, they're in for an unbelievable <laughs> night, I'm sure. Especially with the McEnroe's in London. How cool is that? Yeah, of course. I mean, these are my boys. These are the guys I grew up with. Um, it's cool. It's cool to be able to watch. This is what you need to think about when you're doing your rehab for your, for your hip. Yeah. This could be the carrot to get on the team to play uh, next year in Vancouver for yeah. Team World. Yeah, exactly. Ex exactly. It makes everyone want to be a part of the Labor Cup. Yeah. It's one of the most special events in tennis, if not the most special event. And, um, yeah, I'm excited. It's Vancouver's unbelievable city. The, the good thing for you being in L.A. right now is that when they're, you know, 3, 4 in the morning FaceTiming you, it'll be, you know, middle of the afternoon. That's true. You, That's they true. won't I be waking you up. I'm going to get an intoxicated FaceTime <laughs> call from Tommy Paul. Not my first either. Definitely not my last. But maybe one of the best. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Team World winning its first ever Labor Cup. Much more straight ahead here on TC Live is Re-recap the day, and what a weekend it was in London. Nick Kyrgios is going to honor the great Roger Federer. We've got all the championship Sunday highlights from across the globe. A special Roger Federer best of the best that you do not want to miss. Plus, Roger dropping a hint about when we could see him next. It is sooner than you think. The celebrations continue at the O2 Arena. Back with more TC Live after this. TC Live is presented by Allstate, protecting you from mayhem. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Martina Riley, Steve back on TC Live, presented by Allstate as the celebrations continue in London. Team World, your champions of the Labor Cup. Tennis.com, your home for everything from the Labor Cup and beyond. Right now, Stephanie Liveday on how Rafa's tears revealed the human side of his rivalry with Roger Federer. And Nat Fitzpatrick has an incredible photo gallery of the weekend in London. It was a beautiful celebration, not only for Team World, but also Roger Federer, who played his final professional match on Friday. Nick Kyrgios sits down for our Tennis Honor Series. I think the best player to ever pick up a racket and the most natural tennis player I think the sport will ever see. I think people took Federer extremely for granted, the way he played, what he did for the sport with the fans, people, foundations, work as a whole who's a complete role model on and off the court and I don't think we'll ever see someone 
that was able to get the crowd in their hand like Federer. So that's going to be a very sad day once he departs because he was, uh, he was the best of the best. Nick Kyrgios, a member of many of the previous Labor Cup teams. I know he will be cheering and celebrating from Australia, where he is back home now. But what would you make of his words for Roger? Uh, well, right, well felt and well said. And uh, Nick is not that, that effusive with his praise. So, you know, when he does this, it really means it. And uh, the respect is staggering, yeah. Won his first match ever against Roger Federer back in 2015. Proceeded to lose the next six, as many do, Riley. Uh, everybody's got an opinion of, of Nick Kyrgios as, as a guy in the locker room. What, uh, what do you think of Nick? I mean, he's an entertainer. There's no doubt about it. His uh, skill set is off the charts when it comes to being a natural tennis player. I mean, I can't think of anyone much better than him other than Roger, like he said. Um, I think he's great for tennis. I think he's great for the sport, as we saw at Wimbledon. He brought eyes on the game that, that no other players really do anymore. And, um, yeah, he caters so well to, like, the new Gen Z kid. He's one point right to the next, to the next, to the next. His games go by quick, and there's a lot of entertainment. <laughs> there certainly is. Oh, I mean, what's it like for you as, you know, one of the GOATs to, to see all of these folks giving their praise to another one in terms of Roger Federer? Look, well-deserved, and they know what it takes to be great. Uh, the greats once know, and... Uh, and when, when you stand out above the rest, uh, that's something special. I mean, he's on the Mount, Mount Rushmore of tennis. And, uh, yeah, uh, you cannot gush enough about Roger every which way on the court and off the court. And he's not done. He's just getting started. That's right. Off. We'll see. I'm so happy that he wants to stay well, involved with the sport. Yes, he, he loves tennis. Tennis has given him so much. And we love Roger. And we will let you know when Roger will be back on the court. Plus, we've got all the championship highlights from Sunday. Other trophies being handed out. And it is a GOAT edition of Best of the Best. A quarter century of greatness concentrated into just five shots. Roger's ultimate resplendence is next. Welcome back to TC Live. The chase to the championships continues on Tennis Channel over the next month. We are all across the globe. Big time events. Some new ones as well. Tel Aviv. We're also going to Tokyo on the men's side. San Diego for the ladies. Big 500 event. I think the cutoff is like 25 in the world. I mean, like it's insane how good that draw is going to be in San Diego. A 1,000 event in Guadalajara where they held the WTA finals last year. And the men, they always love going to Stockholm. Big event there the week of October 16th. Trophies handed out today. We start in Tokyo. Martina, the summer of Samsonova, rolling into fall, going for her third title in the last four events. Ludmila Samsonova, the hottest player on tour other than Iga Shiontek, winning three or four tournaments, and she played the big points better, and maybe because she had won those last two tournaments, <clears throat> that really helped her with her confidence. Today, as Jinwen got a bigger serve, but uh, Samsonova again co converting the break points much better. It's a tight match all the way around, and just a little bit better on big, big stages of this of this match. Big things coming up for Zhang. She's a fantastic young player, but right now, Ludmila Samsonova has won 18 of her last 19 matches. Martina, 16 of those in straight sets. She's a good mover. She's a big hitter, and. Uh, that's a nice combination. Really, no weaknesses. And, uh, and yeah, she played her best tennis. Well done. She's hot. 
Won the city open in D.C. Won tennis in the land in Cleveland at Tokyo to the title. Second time she's won a title without dropping a set this year. We go to Seoul, South Korea. Ekaterina Alexandrova taking on former Roland Garros champion Yelena Ostapenko. Ostapenko <laughs> drops a racket after the serve. She has struggled uh, with her. <laughs> Her reactions are the best. Yeah, she's she's very funny. <laughs> but uh, she was really struggling with her second serve, as she has been with in her career. That is her the weak point of her game. She feels 8 of 29 on second serve points. That's just not going to cut it. Alexandrova, again, forcing the issue, moving better than Ostapenko. Little safer shots. That's the first set tie break. Get, getting up early in the second. Again, those shadows on that court, pretty nasty if you get the ball hitting through there. Really hard to see the ball. And Alexandra gets it done easily in the second set. Bagel in that second set. Second title of the season, third overall. Ekaterina Alexandrova raising a beautiful trophy there in Seoul, South Korea, giving it a little smooch. Where are we heading next? We're going to Metz in France. That's where we find Lorenzo Sanego. He took out the defending champ, Hubie Hercotch, in the semis, looking to wrap up an excellent week against Alexander Bublik. Riley, strike first, strike hard, no mercy. Uh, yeah, Lorenzo Sanego, he's a spitting image of the, of the karate kid. That's what I always call him. That's his nickname on tour. When he gets hot, he really gets hot. He keeps the ball rolling. Very streaky player, huge serve, huge forehand. Um, actually very good mover as well, kind of underrated in that regard. But uh, a lot of ups and downs for him throughout the season normally, but when he gets it all going, he's not a guy you want to play. There's some wild points wow. in this second set for Alexander Bublik, who looked like he was almost tanking at one point. Hit Hit a ball with the butt of his racket, was laughing after that to go down two breaks. Bublik's got a little bit of curios in him, that's for sure. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Oh, he hit a ball with the butt of his racket, he yeah. serves well, goes to the drop shot, likes to be a little reckless out there. In a final. Yeah. In, in a, a final. final. <laughs> yeah. And there's the famous Sinego celebration. I've seen that one before. First title on a hard court for the Italian. Good stuff up 21 spots in the rankings to 44 in the world. In San Diego, there's going to be a final later today. The semis yesterday. We got Marcos Giron, born in Thousand Oaks, looking to make his first ATP final and take him on that top seed, Dan Evans. Dan is a nightmare. He's got one of the best backhand slices in the game. Very unconventional tennis player. I mean, there's not many guys that just chip on that side. Marco is one of my favorite guys on tour. Unbelievable out there. Incredibly uh, great work ethic Marcos has. He's been one of the hardest workers I've seen in a long time. Uh, UCLA Bruin, SoCal kid, unbelievable forehand. That's one of his favorite plays there, is the forehand inside in. He also has a great running forehand, great competitor. This would be, uh, I would favor Dan Evans in this matchup. Normally on paper, I think Dan's the, the favorite and good win for, for Marcos in his hometown, just down the street from, from where he played college tennis. Westwood hit 11 aces, won 80% of his first serve points. Marcos Garoni's been through a whole lot in his tennis career. A couple surgeries, was out for a couple years. Makes his first final in Southern California at home. What a special moment for him. And we are guaranteed an American champion. We're guaranteed a first-time champion. It'll be the fourth All-American ATP Tour final this season. Fourth different American to lift a trophy this year. Riley's got two of those. Taylor's got a couple of them. Max Cressy has one of them. So it's Giron and Nakashima 
And that one is coming up later today right here on Tennis Channel, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Looking forward to that. When Riley Opelka is on TC Live, he also gets to be a part of our social net. Uh, playing a little hoops with, with uh, Big John Isner. Tell us what, what went down here, Riley. I mean, this is a long time ago. John and I, are, I think, we're the best basketball players on, on tour. Not saying much. Kyrgios, Nick Kyrgios, yeah. Kyrgios is good. I, I take Isner on my team any day of the week. Um, this was, I was probably... 19 years old here. Ooh, nice fight away. Yeah, John can shoot. John's an unbelievable athlete. He's probably got a better shot than me. But I think I might dribble better, get around the ball a little better. I don't know. One-on-one, -on -one, I like my chances against John. Well, who won here? I can't remember who won here. Um, I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know. Uh, high dribble there. Yeah. It's two centers playing one-on-one. -on -one. It's fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. Two big, two bots going at it, as Johnny, <laughs> as Johnny would say. <laughs> but Isner can shoot. He's a great athlete. He's gotten a little older now. I yes! definitely take my chances now. Okay. Well, how old were you when you could first dunk? 16. 16. I remember that day. And how tall at that point? Around 6'5". All right, so you had the hops, too. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> fun fact, Taylor Fritz cannot dunk. I love telling people that. Well, six foot four. I read a movie about that. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> it sure did. All right, we, we, we showed you this photo yesterday, and we want to give credit to Ella Ling, longtime tennis photographer, took this incredible image of uh, Roger Federer and Rafa Nadal, both in tears, Martina, and, and holding hands on the bench. Well, that's just a classic photo. This will be a meme for a long time to come. Uh, as both guys just let it all hang out, you know, show their feelings. Uh, guys are not supposed to do that, so it's nice to see these two legends doing just that. Yeah, a beautiful thing to see and something, I mean, you can relate to, Marta. You and Chrissy, obviously, one of the greatest rivalries, if not the biggest rivalry in tennis history, and to be able to have that friendship for life after. It's nice to have this special ending to a very special career on both of these guys' part. And I don't know who was crying more, Rafa or Roger, because, uh, you know, they've, they've just battled so many times. It's really nice to see. It's beautiful to see, and it is wonderful to see this, Riley. You were asking me about in the last break, when are we going to see Federer next? Well, he says himself he's planning an exhibition tour said he'd love to organize something with players of his choice over the next six months. Can I sign up for that? <laughs> Too late. Riley, you want get, to get involved in this? Yeah, I mean, that's the most exciting news I've heard all, all year, I think. We were worried that that was the last match for Roger, but I wonder who he's going to pick. I mean, Andy Roddick definitely comes to mind. How cool would it be to see him and Serena put on an exhibition? The two goats that hung it up at the same time, that would be... I don't think there's a venue out there big enough right. to hold the, the capacity that would want to come for that one. Um, yeah, I'm trying to just think who he's going to pick. Well, Mart Martina wants in, so. I want in, baby. Why not? <laughs> Let's just have a, a, of a goat exhibition. That would be fun. <laughs> Get Serena in there, Roger, Martina, Chrissy. I mean, like, just line them up and go. Uh, Monday schedule, tennis never stops on Tennis Channel. We're in Seoul, 11 p.m. Eastern tonight. Parma starts early in the morning. Talon, Estonia. We've got a lot of good players out of Estonia these days. And then Tel Aviv and Sofia, 5 a.m. Eastern. Back to wrap up TC Live. More love for Roger Federer and more Labor Cup reaction after this.
That's just big hitting there. Oh, that's an amazing point. Oh, my goodness. Mark that down for best of the best. even by his standards. Well, he was only able to do it because it was like he couldn't really be bothered to move his feet no. and get in the right place. Look at that flick at wrist between the legs. But some pace. Yep, bang. This is, you know, it gets back, and that's a dangerous shot anyway, Lee. But, you know, I don't want to be trying that, but he just hits a rocket. And when you're at the net up there, it's hard to see where that ball's going. Incredibile, Mamero. Da archiviare. <laughs> Colpo impossibile. Lui getta la racchetta e va a casa, perché a questo punto cosa posso fare se non venire a stringerti la mano e dirti grande signore del tennis? It's tough to put 24 plus years into five shots, but Andy's reaction said it all. Yeah, you're like, okay, that's it. I'm, walk I'm walking off. That's a walk-off homer. Poor Roger. Ridiculous. And it's hard to pick top five, but that was the most difficult shot, the number one, I agree. Amazing. Do you remember seeing that one? I saw the highlight. I was a little guy, I think. <laughs> I don't know if I even had access to YouTube at that age, but it's cool to see the, you know, all the different eras of Federer and all the different rackets. It brings me back memories of when I was buying those rackets and what tournaments I was playing when I was dressing like him. <laughs> back in the day, got to be like, I want to be like Roger. And uh, here's what Roger Federer had to say earlier this evening in London at the end of the Labor Cup. I did not expect to speak, so I have no speech ready. Um, all I can say is obviously congratulations to the team world. Uh, amazing comeback. I hope I didn't uh, make the team lose, but uh, I had uh, a wonderful time and uh, can't thank you enough for that. Thank you, guys. An incredible weekend. The Labor Cup always delivers. This was extra special, seeing the farewell to Roger Federer and then seeing Team World win for the very first time. Having you here, Martina, it's always a pleasure. Great to Thanks. see you and, and Lulu as well. Lulu's happy to be. Uh, you know, the only way you could have scripted it better is if Roger had won that last match and Team World still wins. Mm. But the, the suspense, the passion, the emotions, uh, just up and down, and everybody wins as, as uh 
I think Max said this is a win-win for everybody. Victory for the sport of tennis. Riley, it's been so cool having you here at Tennis Channel. Welcome once again to the family. And for those uh, watching that, that haven't you know, heard when you're coming back, what's, what's the prognosis? When well, will we see you on yeah, court again? Thanks for having me. It's been amazing. Hanging out with Martina is always a special privilege as well. Um, but I, I hopefully uh, Indian Wells, Miami, it's hard to say. I'm so early on in the rehab process. But around that time, it's, it's recommended six months. Okay. Um, more or less. We'll see. And, and you're headed to Paris Fashion Week? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm heading to Paris. Um, yeah, I'm excited. It's the one time I'm traveling overseas without my tennis rackets. This is, it feels weird. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. Switch things up for once. I've been sitting at home the last couple of weeks. So. Nice to get out of the house, especially here in L.A. Why not? Why You're not? Styling. That's right. You'll be styling some more. Every single day. Riley's been bringing it. So uh, great stuff. You're always welcome here at Tennis Channel. It's been great to have you, Martina. As Riley said, it is a privilege to sit next to you always, Martina. Thank you, guys. Thank you at home for watching TC Live all weekend. It has been a special one here, and we leave you with some lasting images of Roger Federer, a celebration for the maestro who played his final match alongside his biggest rival and great friend, Rafa Nadal, said he didn't want to feel lonely. The entire tennis family was with him all the way. Thank you, Roger.